Welcome back to another episode of The Girls Room. I'm your host, Marissa, here for another glamorous episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Girls Room. This month with Valentine's Day coming up, there's a lot of emotions flowing. This can either be people's favorite time of the year or the least favorite. All month long, we're going to be talking about relationships, love, breakup, being single, and everything in between. So for today's episode, we have the incredibly talented photographer, curator, and co-creator of Photo X Collective, my former colleague and my forever friend, Simone. Hi. <laughs> so, Simone, introduce yourself to the girls' room. Tell us about yourself. Um, I am turning 23 soon, so that's fun. Um, I am currently finishing my BFA. I'm in my last semester in thesis, so I will be getting a bachelor's of fine arts in photography. And, um, yeah. So Simone is just all around an impactful person and really important person. I feel like every time we have a conversation, like something deep comes out of it. So when we were talking, we started talking about relationships and everything in between. And we were talking about what it's like to be single. And I feel like there's kind of like this common misconception that like being single literally sucks. And like, it's the worst experience. You're going to die. You're going to be alone forever. And it's just all around terrible. But like, I want to clear this misconception up because honestly being single could be the greatest fucking time of your life. So please, Simone, what's your experience like being single? I mean, I feel like everyone has those moments being single where you kind of miss not being single. But I think for the most part, like, I don't have to deal with the drama of being in a relationship. I don't have to deal with, uh, like, men bullshit. <laughs> um, I get to kind of do what I want. I don't have to ask for permission to do anything. I don't need... I'm not being judged. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I've had, like, me being single, I've spent a lot of time sort of figuring a lot of things out and doing a lot of self-growth that I don't think that I would have been able to do had I been with somebody. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when you're in a relationship like there's like a lot of extra pressure and stuff too so like once like all of that weight is gone then at first you're kind of like okay what the fuck am I supposed to do now and then you finally realize like okay well I'm still here I'm still standing so like it's time to focus on me. Yeah no I've had a few setbacks but you know. So how did you go about then kind of like taking the leap forward and like focusing on yourself? Like how did that come about? Um, I was seeing a guy about a year ago, over a year ago now. Um, and I feel like I started to notice a pattern. Like once it ended, I started to notice a pattern with the guys that I was interested in. And um, I, I, I don't know, I, I feel like I just started to notice like, that they were putting about as much value into me as I was putting into myself. And sort of realizing that, I was like, I think I need to take a step back for a while and, you know, take some time and, and kind of figure things out for myself before I, I'm in the, like, before I get myself involved in another relationship. Yeah, 100%. I think that that's so smart. Like, for me personally, I can never be the type of person who like ends one relationship and gets right back into another because I feel like I need like an entire year to like, I guess, like dissect that entire relationship and like figure out what went wrong and like, you know, overthink the whole thing. And like, mm -hmm. how did this change me? And what did I learn from this? Like, I really have to think about it. So I think that it's important to just to, like take a step back and like, maybe I need to focus on something else or I need to like think something else through before like I jump right back into another relationship. See, I 
am a mix. I always think that after I end a relationship, I'm always like, all right, I should, you know, maybe I should just take some time. And then I'm like, ooh. <laughs> and He's I get my, yes, exactly. I get my attention and then I'm like, mm, we're back in something. And it never works out for me. I always end up with some guys that like value my body more than they value me or my brains. And I get back in that cycle and then it literally repeats itself every time. And it was because I think that I didn't think I was putting, I wasn't putting enough like self uh, emphasis on my self-worth. And so I was literally like letting people come into my life and destroy me. So how did you change that? Like, what did you do to like put more value and more worth into yourself? To be honest, I don't know. <laughs> it, I'm kind. I'm still like going through it. It's not like a. Um, I haven't closed the the book on that chapter yet. I feel like I'm still kind of going through the motions of um, figuring out how to love myself again, figuring out how to um, value myself again. I think it, it was again. It was just something that I noticed in patterns. Um, and I got to a point where I was like, I've just gone through this like two year long period where I reached like an all time low in how I thought about myself. How did we get here? And I kind of started to, you know, trace things back and, and, um, sort of elaborate on things that could have possibly led me to get to this point. Um, and then worked forward from there on, okay, well, let's now, you know, this, you know, I have this problem and this problem. So now let's work on those two problems so that I can eradicate um, that self-hate. That's really, really important. And it's kind of crazy to think about like how much one person can have an effect on not only like our life, but like also our view on ourselves. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like when I think back on like when I end, well, not I didn't end the relationships, they got fucking ended on me. <laughs> but like when I think back at that, I'm like, oh my God, I don't even know how to be like a person. Like there's nothing about myself that I even like because I don't have another person sitting there telling me like, oh, like you're hair looks nice. Like I couldn't think any of those things on my own. So I do think that it's really important to stop and realize and like fill yourself up like with all these things that like other people can say about you. I don't even know if that made sense. It was kind of just like a ramble, but. No, it did. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm always so all over the place. Like my mind, like when other people are talking, I'm like, okay, I'm trying to like pull points out of like everything. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. But I, my brain literally goes from like, I'm literally like I have have you seen the movie um, Over the Hedge? Yes. You know the squirrel? Yes. Hammy? Yes, that's how my brain works. <laughs> it's literally like bing, 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 bing. Like I'm all over the place all the time, so I, I get that. But that was a clear thought. <laughs> so, I like it. <laughs> why and how and who lets me have a podcast because this is how it goes every fucking time you should see okay but all of this is just like ramble now but you should see me when I record by myself like how much shit that I have to edit out because I'll just stop and I'll like start like singing or something and like, no. mm -hmm. like, oh my god it's crazy okay but anyways back to it <laughs> what's like one way that you practice filling yourself up with love like do you practice any affirmations or do you 
journal or do you do like anything specific to like fill yourself back up again or like what are things that have worked for you I think my biggest thing has been sort of attacking so I have really unhealthy ways of coping with a lot of different things okay like I don't allow myself to cry I've, I've always felt like crying was weakness um I like in Example, I was talking to Nadia, who is one of our professors, and I was talking to her about my uh, grandmother who has Alzheimer's, and she's in one of the late stages of Alzheimer's at this point. And I was talking about how when I was up at her house, um, she forgot who I was. And it was the first time, like, she literally looked at me and was like, who are you? And it broke me in that moment. Like, I did not know what to do, because I you know, I've, I had a grandfather who had Alzheimer's, but his was a little, I was a lot younger. And so I didn't really notice it. And his was a little bit slower too. And it was never like he looked at people and like, didn't know who they were. So that was the first time that that had happened. And I was talking to Nadia about it. And I literally let a singular tear fall from my eye. And I was like, we're done. I'm done crying. I think, and I think you were, were you in the room when, um, I found out, my aunt had cancer? No. Okay, so I, after my, you know how my aunt passed away and I made the book about her? Yep. So after that, I found out another one of my, my dad's sisters had breast cancer. Yep. It was literally, what, five months later, I found out that she had breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And I was in the crit room when I found out, I think, and I found out I cried for 30 seconds, wiped my tears and said, okay, we're done and moved on. How do you just shut that off? I don't know. It's an, I think it's, it's a really unhealthy coping mechanism that I have learned, I think, from my family. Um, they kind of don't, they're not emotional. We don't talk about things. Things just are what they are, and we move on. Um, and it's something I'm trying to break, because I noticed, I've noticed that it has had a detrimental effect in the way in which I process emotions. I don't process emotions, to be specific. Um, so that has been a, one, of, one of my things, is working on allowing myself to feel. So journaling has become a... <laughs> you're, looking at, you're looking at me like so dumbfounded. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> no, ask them. I'm being dead serious. I literally cried for 30 seconds. Legit. Wiped my tears. I literally was like, we're done. And they were looking at me like, you can cry. And I was like, no, we're done. I'm over it. <laughs> and like, wouldn't allow myself to cry after that. I don't think I shed another tear about her again. Granted, she's alive. She's fine. She went through, <laughs> she went through chemo. She's good. But um, she went through chemo and radiation. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't think I've ever shed another tear about her. Because I don't allow myself to process emotions healthily. I don't have a healthy way of coping. Um, so one of my biggest things has been journaling and I've been forcing myself to, when I feel like I'm coming into an emotional state, no matter what it's about, I write and I sit down and I write and I allow myself to cry. It's usually lit at night because I don't like to let anybody else know that I'm crying. Still working on that part. Um, but yeah, um, so that's been, I think, probably the biggest thing for me is I am, by journaling, I'm kind of forcing myself to 
be emotional and allow those emotions to come to the surface, which is something I've never done before. Mm -hmm. That's like really amazing one that like you're able to do this on your own. Like you were able to say like, okay, this, this is not, this isn't okay. And like, I don't know, like forcing yourself to do it, but like, yeah, you're forcing your emotions to finally come out and you're journaling and you're like making this happen. I think that that's amazing that you could do that on your own. I'm also just really like shocked that you could just like not cry. Cause like it's once like really I start unhealthy. crying, it just like, and it's like tsunamis coming out and it just doesn't no. stop. I have my wow. entire life. I have looked at crying as weakness. Really? My entire life. Yeah. That's really interesting. I like, I really, I just can't even like think about not crying and like how that's even possible because I think about how I cry literally like every 20 minutes. Like, okay, wait, I was watching, have you watched the Jonas Brother? Um, what the fuck is it called? Like the documentary? Probably. I might. Okay. It's like not serious at all. And in the first five minutes I was crying and then I cried at the end of Shit's Creek the other day. Again, is it sad? No. And I was talking about this with my sister because my sister has zero emotion whatsoever. And like, neither do really either my parents. It's just kind of like I got all three of their emotions like put into one and they're just like on overdrive 24 seven. So I'm sitting here fucking sobbing over the Jonas Brothers and my sister's just looking at me like, you're kidding. Like you're actually kidding right now. No, I, I don't, I don't know how I do it, to be honest. I can't even begin to describe to you how it happens. It just is a thing, like, I start crying, and then I'm like, I don't want to cry. Is it like this with all of your emotions, too? Or just, like, when it comes to crying and sadness? Give me an example of an emotion. Like, give I don't me know, I guess when you're mad, like, do you allow yourself to feel mad, or you're just, like, neutral? Um, I actually, that's something I've been working on, too, is my anger. Um, okay. I have a short temper. Oh, me too. Um, it runs in my family. <laughs> nodding in the corner. It, it runs in my, it runs in my family, and, um, that's something I've really been working on, is, like, trying to, I made, I made a promise to myself a few years ago, um, that I would no longer speak or act out of out of situations with high emotions so like when I'm mad at someone or something I remove myself from that situation I take time to process and then I come back to it because I feel like and this took a lot of growth this took a lot of years of 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 doing this um because I used to lose my shit on people all the time Anytime I got mad, and then I would come down from that anger, realize that I was being a complete asshole, and then apologize. And I was like, but an apology is not good enough. It doesn't make up for the fact that I just called you a bitch 17 times in this conversation. <laughs> like, it doesn't make it okay. So I started working on that. I actually started working on that um, after uh, me and I had a best friend who I had a complicated relationship with, a male best friend. Um... And I would do that to him a lot, where it, it wouldn't even be a situation where I would be mad at him. I would be mad about something, take my anger out on him, realize I was a dick, go back and apologize. But I was like, how many times can I say sorry? I can't keep saying sorry and it be okay. It's not. So I started doing that, where I, I made a promise to myself where if I'm in a situation where I'm extremely angry, I have to remove myself from that situation. So if I'm texting you and I'm pissed, I'm just going to stop texting you for a little bit. I'm going to be like, I need to, I need to go. 
I'll talk to you at, at, at a separate point, but right now I can't do this with you because I'm going to say something that's going to violate your feelings and it's going to be beyond repair because that's how I am. And I know that I'm like that. So <laughs> I have to, that's what I have to do. I have to step back from that situation and be like, okay, I need to take a day to, maybe I'm wrong in this situation. So let me, let me step back. Let me think about, you know, sort of, I try to come from all sides, think about the situation and then I'll be like, okay, now I'm ready to talk. I can actually have a conversation with you instead of screaming at you. That is fucking amazing. And I think that that's such great advice for everybody. But I also feel like everybody wants things so instant. Like if you don't give me a response right away, like people get pissed over that. And like, they, I don't know, it's almost like people also like get off on like getting a rise out of you and like get off in like these like toxic situations. But still, like I never want to like take the time to process things on the same way. I'll be like, oh, you're a fucking cunt right now. Like, I, there's no other way to put it. Like, that's what I'm feeling. I'm going to say it. But really we need to stop like yeah we need to stop owing people shit and like owing people like instant communication like we should allow ourselves and especially in fucking relationships too because you can fucking pop off on your boyfriend like i've been there i've like gone off i've done it one time there was one time where i one time i've never done it any other time except one time i think I, you might have heard this story when we were at new pulse i had an ex mm-hmm, and i bugged out on him on the car Lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela's sitting next to me like, yep. <laughs> Lost. I've never yelled at anybody like I yelled at him in that moment. And I don't regret it. I, he I was going to say, how do you feel yeah. about it now? Absolutely deserved it. Maybe possibly could have approached that situation better. But I, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of justified. <laughs> yeah, in some situations, like... You really, you know that you don't need to take a step back and think about it. Like, if someone did something completely the wrong, like, they did it fucking completely yeah, the wrong. I mean, and if I drove 30 minutes out of my way to come pick your bitch ass up, and you're going to complain and say I'm selfish, fuck you. Don't ever Bye. Speak <laughs> like, don't speak to me. And then text me the next day and be like, hey. What do you mean, hey? <laughs> what do you mean? I just spent 30 minutes on the what, drive home <laughs> yelling at you and you're just gonna act like we didn't just like we didn't we weren't arguing <laughs> that's literally my favorite thing about like emotions and shit when people just act like the next day like okay we're fine like there's been times where I've been either like in platonic relationships or actual relationships where like we're just not talking at all and then there's just like one day when someone just kind of like forgets that it happens and just really be like hey, how are you today? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? You didn't talk to me for two weeks. Oh my God, wait, okay, this is so not really random, like kind of off the topic. So I was like kind of dating someone when I was in college and they were like mad. They were fucking off the walls and like everybody warned me too. But I was like, oh my God, no, he's fine. He likes me. He was insane. And then he just randomly ghosted me and I was like, okay. And like, that's how my that's how my previous boyfriend broke up with me. He never actually like broke up with me. He just ghosted me and expected me to like catch the hint from that. So I started dating then this guy and then he just stopped texting me. And it was the day of Valentine's Day too. So I remember like, I was like, you just told me that you love, even though like we did not love each other at all. You just told me you love me yesterday and now you're not answering me. And then, so I tried calling him multiple times and like Snapchatting him, literally tried everything. And I remember he was liking my pictures on Instagram too. Like it was, it was so strange. And then so finally, like, I texted and I was like, all right, well, I guess this is it. Like, I enjoyed our time together, but, like, that's it. And then he texted me. He's like, 
what do you mean? Like, why are you being so dramatic? I just didn't want to talk. And I was like, for three weeks? Are you kidding? Like, what do you mean? Isn't that insane how people are? Say that then. Just say that. Exactly. So that's my whole thing. So this is my whole thing. And this is something that I had to get better at too, because I've done this. Um, but like, communicate. Just commu- just tell me. If you need space, That's that's been one of my biggest things too, is like I said, when I'm angry, I'm like, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm letting you know that I'm not going to talk to you for 24 hours. So do not expect to hear from me tomorrow at noon because it won't happen. (laughs) But like, just say that. It's not that hard. I know. And I always see like people like things and like shit on Twitter saying like, oh, well, like if you can't talk to me for the day, just like text me. Like it's always made to be like this like super romantic thing. But I'm like, it's really not. It's just like common fucking sense. Like if you're not going to talk to someone all day, just be like, hey, I'm busy or like, yeah. Tell them the night before, like, hey, I'm going to be busy. But, like, also don't expect, like, constant, like, in-communication when you're in a relationship. I, like, can't do that. No, I can't do constant in-communication. But, like, at the same time, if you're going to be busy, like, I'm not an an unreasonable person. Because you already know that I have anxiety. You already know that I'm going to be sitting on my phone like, why isn't he answering? Oh, my God. Did he get into a car accident? Did he die? What happened? Like... (laughs) all day with questions on and no answers like just tell me just tell me you're busy that's fine I don't need an explanation for why you're busy just say you're busy exactly it's really it's not that hard like I think about all the things that I learned not being in a relationship like this is not shit that I would have done like six years ago in my last relationship I would have like jumped the gun and like been like a fucking psycho texting them like 28 times a minute six years ago yeah my last like real relationship wait 20 what fucking okay like hold on I'm trying to do this math I dated someone in 2015 that was my last actual relationship so that's six years right yeah but yeah like like I was saying I think about all this stuff that I learned like in this time being single and I'm not saying that I'm ready for a relationship now but I think like by the time I go into my next one like it's gonna be a lot better and a lot healthier but I mean that's also depending on the other like half of that relationship but on my end I think it's gonna be so much better because I took so much time not purposely but I had so much time to like learn so much about myself think back on my past relationships like it's amazing how much you can learn like when you're truly on your own and like having to figure shit out by yourself for the first time no yeah I feel like I'm actually kind of at a point where I'm rejecting relationships a little bit because I'm like I feel like I still have a lot that I need to do first for me to be in a position where I feel like I'm okay to be in a relationship. I have, you know, past traumas that I need to process. I'm still figuring out how to love myself. I'm still, you know, there's still things that are, you know, that I'm in the process of doing um, that I, I, I need to complete before I can be in a relationship. But I do agree with you that I think that once I get to that point, Listen, y'all not like y'all not gonna be able to tell me shit. <laughs> like for real. Once once we get our shit together and our mental health and everything, like it's over free, bitches. Like we're stealing the whole game out here. I'm stealing your boyfriend, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty sure I posted a selfie like two months ago and texted Michaela and said that I was gonna do that. <laughs> Can confirm. <laughs> I'm 90% sure that I did that. 
Oh, oh my god. Those mans. I was like, I don't know. Somebody I was like, I'm looking kinda cute today. Somebody's man might like, get stolen. Yes. Oh it was god. fire though. It was a good selfie. <laughs> yeah, you found that fucking confidence, girl. Take it and run with it. If there's any time that I'm feeling confident, I will do the craziest things in the world. Like I will literally go out like to the store like when I feel good and like when I feel confident. So, like I just want to like be around people, people to see me. I need you to see this glow. Exactly. And it's like it's fucking amazing when you get that feeling. I was just wearing, like, one outfit last week, and I was like, wow, this is such a cool hot outfit. And, like, I just felt so good. I was like, I'm having a good hair day. And, like, I went out to Target, and, like, I could have sworn this definitely didn't happen, but, like, someone did, like, a double take and looked at me, and I was like, oh, my God, yes, okay. <laughs> I was just feeling it. A bad bitch. But this isn't, like, shit that I was feeling six years ago when I got dumped. I was like, I'm the ugliest person ever. This isn't shit that I was feeling six months ago. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Six months ago, I was not in the same place that I was. Like, I would not have texted Michaela a selfie of me being like, yo, I'm ready to take someone's man. Like, I wouldn't. That's something six months ago I would never have done. Never have done. But the growth that you can have truly when you're on your own is like yeah. something that just doesn't, it can't compare to anything else. Other people are seeing too. Like I, you know, just talking to, you know, people around me, like it's something that other people are noticing as well. That's um, amazing. So, you know, it makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So to wrap this up, just, you know, like shit on relationships a little bit more and just shit on being single, just like a little bit more. Tell me, what is your least favorite thing about dating? Men. Okay. Um. <laughs> I can attest to that also. Yes. Um, uh, my least favorite part about dating? Um, I don't know that I have another answer. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I think your first answer is valid, so trying to think of something and I don't know that I have another answer I feel like I don't know I feel like I and this might sound kind of selfish but I feel like I'm not the problem in my relationship <laughs> granted are there things that I might have done that contributed to a problem possibly but do I feel like I am the problem no I don't so <laughs> um yeah I feel like my answer is still men I also agree that that's a great answer. And what is your least favorite thing about being single? I like attention. I like to feel good. I like when other people give me attention back. It's the winter time. It's cold. I want to cuddle. No. But one question. I meant to fucking ask this in the beginning. I'm going to, maybe I'll just like reroute this into the beginning. What are your feelings towards Valentine's Day? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Are you feeling bitter? Are you like sad? Or are we just like enjoying it as it's every other day? mixed emotions I feel like that's like the one day of the year where you're like oh I'm single but at the same time like oh but like it's good for you mm -hmm. like good for you but like why can't it be no yeah I feel like it's it's like a mix it's like a a mix of like oh, well you know it'd be nice but at the same time like I don't shit on other people for being happy that they're in a relationship on Valentine's Day and people who do that fuck you yeah <laughs> I think that that's really fucking important to mention. Like, just because you're not in a relationship right now, like, doesn't mean that you can't be happy for other people. Like, I used to be the type of, like, fucking bitter person. No, I might try. I might try treating myself for Valentine's Day. Oh, my God. I do it every year. It's the best fucking feeling. I, I, might, I might go get myself a nice teddy bear, some chocolate-covered strawberries, 
pick up a good movie, you know, light some candles. Yeah, you know, treat myself. Yeah, you don't need a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner or anything. You don't need anybody else to complete your Valentine's Day. Like, you can do all the shit for yourself, and it feels fucking just as great. Mm-hmm. I've never done it, but I'm going to try it after having this conversation. I highly recommend it. It's, like, I go crazy for myself that day. Like, when I'm t- – I, like, gift myself all the things in the world. I don't fucking care. I'll eat all the damn chocolate. Um, It's the best day ever for me. I wear the full fucking outfit of pink, and, like, I'll fucking wear pink makeup. It's just – it's the best. But it took me a while to get to this point to think that. Yeah, listen, it took me a while to get to all of the points that we did today. So, like, I get it. Thank you so much, Simone, for being a guest and just being an amazing person and just, like, listening to me ramble and going from point A to point Z to everything in between and just having this crazy all-over conversation with me. There's no one else who could have, like, kept up with me like this. Of course, I'd love to come back. I appreciate you so much and thank you.